You're listening to the Confidence Shift Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Charles Gustafson. I'm a former award-winning direct sales entrepreneur who achieved everything you think you want in a business, plus a little burnout and depression on the side. But using my degree in marketing strategy, expertise in personal branding, and my creative self-development process, I healed myself by shifting my confidence, starting with how I saw myself in the mirror. Now, as a certified image consultant and international confidence coach, I run a life-changing internet business and online community showing purpose-driven female entrepreneurs, professionals, and community influencers to toss out the old dress-for-style mentality and shift into the image-mindset-success connection that crushes self-doubt and creates maximum visibility for your goals. Each episode, I share lessons, stories, and personal musings from my life as an entrepreneur, wife, and mom, all aimed at helping you see yourself differently so you can live a life filled with more intention, joy, and success. I'm glad you're here. Let's jump in. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back. It's been a minute since I had a sit down at my studio podcast recording. There's a lot going on. Listen, everything and everyone is shifting right now, including me. But I did want to come because I know many of you love to listen to my voice on podcast and wonder about what's going on in my life. And I thought, you know what, I thought I'd come let you know what I've been up to and how I'm walking through this entire new world that is happening and hopefully give you some insight into maybe what you can do to craft your own mm, coping (laughs) routine. We're all shifting, and we're all trying to adjust. Am I right? And you know, it's not a bad thing. I, in the last little while, have not felt a sense of fear. I haven't felt a sense of um, despair. I really have been looking at everything that's going on as a huge reset button for really, to me, humanity. It's a chance to, for everyone, look at what they're doing, look at their lives, understand what's important, and shed some of those things that aren't working, and pick up more of what actually does uh, move someone forward and help them grow. And what I've noticed is that there's a few different ways to approach it. There's ways that you can approach change like this, and you have tools and perspectives. Um, or you are looking for those tools and perspectives, and it, and it feels like you might be reeling. So for me, I think when change happens like this, when it's so big, the biggest thing that I look for is the meaning. And I read an article in the Harvard Business Review that really caught my attention. And it was called The The Discomfort You're Feeling is Grief by David Kessler. It really intrigued me because it talked about the fact that what we're all feeling now is actually a sense of collective grief, and that we aren't really used to feeling this. It happened in 9-11, but of course, that only happened to a certain portion of the world. We've never felt this entire 
um, collective, global change, grief, and sense of loss and uncertainty. And he mentioned that what was helpful is to see that this is what it is, to be able to name it, and to understand the stages of grief so that you can see yourself in it and manage it. So understanding that the stages include denial, anger, bargaining, sadness, and acceptance. And in a Thrive Global piece I, I just wrote about this time and about how I've been handling it, I, I talked about the fact that I could see why it was called grief. I've had griefs in my past. Uh, the passing of my dad was my first big one at 23. And it was it was a lesson in how to come through something that was such a major shift. And I almost, it's weird, but I almost feel lucky that I experienced that at such a young age because going through that, it has helped me actually look at this entire situation in a different way and put some perspective around it. And when you can get perspective, I think that you can find meaning that is actually way more powerful. In the Thrive Global article I wrote, I was talking about the different ways that I have found to look at the stages of grief that I've been going through in this time and to put some practices around that to help move myself to acceptance. And that's always my goal is to move towards that acceptance. So I'm going to share a few of those with you today, because really, right now, the loudness of the world and the loudness is everything from feeling a sense of fear, but also inspirational messages and telling you how to be, how to feel, what to do, how to do it are all coming from the outside world right now. And I really think that the message that is going to help you resolve and move through those stages of grief come from the inside. And it comes when we are able to quiet those distractions, be they positive or negative, and really just tap into ourselves. And in something so big that is happening, I just find that finding the meaning in exactly what is closest to you, what is, I would say, at your center, is the most important thing. And the, the truth of the matter is, is that the world doesn't know your center. And so, you know, when I say that the world is loud, that's what I mean. If you look out, you will see everything telling you what to do and how to do it. But that's not your center. <laughs> that's out there. And so for me over this time, I have been really focusing on bringing myself back to my center because that's what I did when I grieved the hardest the first time. I mean, you guys, grief is just nothing but um, a sense of loss that something has changed. And you can grieve a job that you loved. You can grieve relationships that have gone away. And, and so since then, there's been other griefs in my life. But what I've noticed is that in order to resolve them, I've done these exact same things. So in the last little while, a few of the things I've done, number one, uh, really goes central to my message that I help with women, but really beyond women is I get up and dressed. I just get up and dressed. There is such psychology in being able to see yourself as a person who creates meaningful work and has a meaningful intention for the day. Um, that values the person who is through the mirror. And what I teach my communities and my clients is that 
harnessing that power of getting up and getting yourself ready for the day means that you're telling yourself you're going to create that intention. And so that's what I do. I get up and dressed and ready to do something, (laughs) even if it's something small. The other thing I do is I take quiet space. I really have been intentional about um, what I'm looking at, what I'm reading, what I'm taking in, um, in social media, but also in, um, you know, other things like emails and, and news and how much I'm taking in. Because what I find is that those things outside yourself really can separate what you think and feel from what you really think and feel. It's, it's others' opinions and ideas and input about what you're thinking and feeling, but what is it really for you? And so when you take quiet space, you're able to listen to yourself. The other thing I'm doing is uh, moving. <laughs> simply move and move simply. And for me, this is all about music, man. Listen, I'm a salsa dancer in case <laughs> you don't know or weren't aware uh, I, um, I posted a few of my salsa dance parties on my Instagram, uh, that listen, that's my release. And the thing about moving is I had a mentor back when I was in my twenties and he said that, you know, moving moves the feelings around. And uh, I, t- you know, it does listen, if you're feeling something that feels uncomfortable, it's very hard for it to stick there if you move around. So I've been moving, dancing my salsa dance parties in my garage. I've been doing my Pilates. I've been walking, riding bikes. But just, you know what it is? It's a reminder that we are still alive, still vital, still here, and gratitude that you're well enough to move. So it's it's a few things, mindset, but also moving those emotions around. I've been doing a lot of that. The next thing I do in the quiet space is to create things. Creativity and tapping into creativity puts you right beside yourself. Does that make sense? It's very hard to be somebody else when you're creating something. It's hard to not feel your own perspective when you're creating something. And whatever you're creating, it's not good or bad. Like it doesn't matter whether... You place judgment over whether, oh, this was a good art piece or this was a bad piece of writing. That's not the point. The point is, is that you're doing it because when you are creating, you are very much beside your feelings. And so I've been writing, creating pieces of content that I find would be important for the people that I help, the people that I change. Um, I've been cooking. I've been taking time to, to create meals. Um, for my family, which, you know, you're putting that good intention and good love in, in that creation. And that feeds moving towards the fact that you see meaning in what you're doing and that it's important. I don't know. I just find that that is the thing that turns the wheel that gets you closer to acceptance in any big change that you've had. The last thing that I've done is made sure that any work I'm doing is work with meaning. So whether that means supporting my clients in an off-the-cuff session because I can see that they need some support in confidence or in shifting their mindset that helps them move forward through a time like this, or it is creating 
a way for people to, you know, not challenge themselves right now, but kind of challenge themselves right now to get up and get dressed. Those are meaningful things to me because I know that what I can offer is important for people right now. And you also have something that is important for people right now, even if it seems frivolous. I have a client who is a jewelry maker and she did one of my challenges recently, which was about journaling and was sharing a little bit about the fact that she feels like jewelry is not important right now. And I had to push back on that just a little (laughs) because that's what I do um, to challenge her thinking because the idea that creating things that are beautiful, that that's not important right now, is false. <laughs> we need beauty right now more than anything. That's the thing that stirs emotion, that helps us feel human, that helps us feel alive and gives us hope. So when you can think about what you do as a way to help people move through this uncertainty, you are finding meaning in your work. And however you do it, gives yourself a sense of moving towards acceptance that this whole thing is happening for a reason and in your favor, instead of the other way around where you get stuck in our, you know, the denial or the anger, or the bargaining, it just you're just moving towards that acceptance of like, what can I learn here? So that's what I've been doing. And, you know, I've given myself some days to be really quiet, but also some days to make a message. And you're going to be doing the same thing. What's cool is that these are all habits that you can use anytime you go through a change, a loss, a grief that'll help you move towards something else. So I hope that all made sense. I really just came to the microphone and wanted to share and (laughs) didn't have too much of a uh, outline, but wanted to just share with you what I was doing, because maybe there was some piece of this message that allows you to hook onto something that moves you through those stages too, and helps you see just where you might be going next. Because, you know, I was reminding on live broadcast, uh, some of my community that, you know what, there is the next, there is so much next. This will resolve just like everything resolves. And you will have the opportunity to be the next version of yourself. And what will you do with it? There's so much hope there. There's so much potential in you and in what's next. What will you do with it? And this is a beautiful space, if you can see it that way, to find it, embrace it, and walk toward it. That is my hope for you. So I hope I've given you a little something to think about today on the cast. And if I have, you can certainly meet me on our uh, Confidence Shift podcast Instagram account or in my private group on Facebook and talk about what you're doing in order to find and find your way, see your way clear to that acceptance part. I hope you can feel yourself moving that way too. All the best to you. And we'll speak to you on the next one. Take care for now. Thanks so much for listening, gal. I know you can tell that I believe a strategic image and a confidence mindset is something everyone who wants to make an impact needs. A shift in confidence can change your life, and it's my joy to work with 
everyday entrepreneurs, professionals, and influencers in my signature Hewan Style Mentorship Program. You can explore about how I work with my clients and see their amazing results and breakthroughs too. It's all at hewanstyle.com. Join the community and start to see how making the image mindset success connection can create a breakthrough in your life too. Can't wait to see you there. Bye for now.